0: There is life after infidelity. David said, Then will I teach transgressors the ways and sinners shall be converted. Make yourself accountable to someone else. The thing about infidelity is that it must be done in secrecy. The thing about sexual sins is that they must be done in secrecy. As long as you keep it a secret, you can't be helped. Whenever you bring it to light, to someone you trust, to hold you accountable, It can be dealt with. You can begin to be restored. David said, I will teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted in thee. David said, you know what? As bad as this thing is. As dark as this day is, and I'm going to tell you something, from the people that I've counseled, when they are in the throes of this, it is dark, dark, dark. They are cut off from the people they love. They are cut off from their families. They are cut off from their friends. They are cut off from their church. There is nothing like it anywhere. You're alive, but you might as well be dead because people treat you like you're dead. The feeling is unbelievable. You feel like you are isolated away from everybody and you have no one to turn to and no one to go to. David said, as dark as it is right now, I've just talked to Nathan, and Nathan's told me this terrible sin I've done. I've repented of it. And notice, David didn't say, oh God, I may lose the kingdom. David said, take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Listen, if preachers... Oh, let me preach on preachers a minute. This will get some laughs. If preachers were more like David... The deacons would never have to call a meeting to discuss the preacher's affair with the pianist or the secretary or somebody else. You can say amen. It's true. If the preacher had one ounce of self-respect, one ounce of accountability in his body, a feeling of accountability to God, he would take himself out that quick. David didn't say, oh God, I may lose the kingdom. (laughs) What am I going to do? There goes my income. He said, God, against you and you only have I sinned. Take not your Holy Spirit away from me. There's the mark of a real man, a real woman. And then he said, one day, as dark as it is, as awful as it is, I know this, Carlos, one day I'm going to be restored. That's what this is saying. I will teach sinners. I will teach others. God, you're going to deal with this. You're going to deal with it right. You're going to restore me. I am going to be a leader again. You mark that down in your book. The person, I don't care what sin they've committed. I don't care when they confess and they repent and they get before their spiritual leaders and their spiritual leaders are men and women of God, they are going to restore them and they are going to put them back in the ministry. They're going to put them back. You know why? Because that person that there, that person knows firsthand. That person knows what it is to sin. That person knows what it is to be restored. That person is of use to the kingdom of God. And the devil will say, throw them away. Just throw them away. Oh, they're no good. They've blown it just. Yeah, they're... No, 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 no. Listen to me. It was Peter. It was Peter that denied the Lord. And it was Peter that the Lord come to when he came into that upper room. And it was Peter that he spoke to. Because why? He needed to restore Peter. He needed Peter to know, Peter, one day you're going to minister to people who will go beyond that wall. They'll go beyond that line. They'll do something awful. They will feel just totally, totally worthless. And Peter, in that hour, you remember what I've done for you and you go to them and you tell them God will forgive you God will restore you and you pick them up Peter don't you leave them in that heap that's what God can do